0: Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. We've got a big week this week as we head into the fall season, officially, and the month of October. We're still glowing from the incredible reception Jungle Roll has received. If you haven't picked up your copy, please do. Uh, Diamond Comics um, has bought our last remaining copies. We are sold out of zero and one, and that was with a healthy and generous overprint. Uh, this week sees a bunch of brand new Dynamite releases, of course. And for those that have been waiting for their favorite Dynamite Trader hardcover collection, the wait is almost over. As the first and second waves of Dynamite collections will be hitting store shelves shortly. Uh, here's what's coming, just so you know: Red Sonia, She Devil with a Sword, Volume Two, hardcover and trade paperback; Savage Red Sonia, Queen of the Frozen Waste, hardcover and trade paperback; Xena, Volume One, trade; Army of Dark, uh, Army of Darkness, Ash versus the Monsters, trade; Highlander, Volume One. Uh, the Hardcover and the Trade, Classic Battlestar Galactica Volume 1 Trade, Dark Man versus the Army of Darkness uh, Volume 1 Trade, and the new Battlestar Galactica Zarek Trade. If you haven't reserved your copies, please check with your local retailer and do so presently. A uh, Great place to keep up with information uh, concerning Dynamite, as always, is the Dynamite Message Boards at dynamiteentertainment.com boards. Head on over there, let us know what you think of our books, and interact with other Dynamite fans. In stores this week, September 26, 2007, Army of Darkness from the Ashes number 2 by James Kahorek, Fernando Blanco, and Ivan Nunez. Dynamite proudly presents the return of Ash and the Army of Darkness. Continuing the undead action and excitement from issue number 1, Ash continues to explore the deadite-infested wastes of Detroit as he attempts to wrestle control of the world back from evil Ash and his deadite minions. We have another stunning script here, of course, from James Kahorek and the awesome art of Fernando Blanco and covers by Arthur Sudam at 75%, and a variant chase cover by Fabiano Neves. Also this week, Terminator 2, Infinity Number 3 by Simon Furman and Nigel Rayner. John and the survivors of the nuclear winter move out of Los Angeles, heading east and preparing to broadcast to the world at large. As they gather up more of the resistance, in the eyes of the survivors, John sees a glimmering of something that wasn't there before. Hope. Dynamize all new T2 comics are of course brought to you by first and last name of all things robotics Simon Furman and artist Nigel Rainer along with cover artist Rainer, Stepan Sedgwick and Pat Lee. And finally this week we have Highlander number 11 by Brandon Gerwa, Carlos Rafael and Carlos Lopez. The most unexpected Highlander story continues here. Writer Brandon Jarrow is counting down to issue 12 as the first year of Highlander stories races towards a dark and startling conclusion. Duncan has been captured and taken to an immortal fight club where he faces a rogue watcher and the mysterious group known only as the Eye. As Duncan unravels the mystery, will he also unravel the very world by triggering a nuclear disaster destined to end the world? We got four stunning covers on this particular issue uh, such diverse talents as Michael A. Von Oming, Fabio Laguna, Gene Diaz, and Alicia Rodriguez. And now for a fan letter uh, each week, or as available, although we've been getting a pretty good amount of letters in, so that's not an issue, but we pull a letter and answer it here and in the companion emailer. You can send all letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com, and please mark them okay to print. This week we have Jeremy Orr who writes, I know the Highlander comic isn't exactly burning up the sales charts for you, But I wanted to let you know that not only have I been buying and enjoying them, your Highlander comic is the first thing to get me to a comic store in nearly a decade. And on top of that, picking up your Highlander comic has led me to buy other Dynamite titles, Terminator, BSG, Army of Darkness, which I never would have gotten had I not picked up Highlander. So, thanks for the Highlander comics. They're the first decent stories told in that universe in many, many years. I hope you keep it up. Thank you, Jeremy. It's not a sales issue with any of our books, but while some titles and properties have wider audiences and some smaller, it's great news that you ventured out from Highlander into other Dynamite titles. Please keep reading, and thank you very much once again. Now, a little Dynamite in the news. we got a roundup of some reviews from around the World Wide Web this week. Uh, Silver Bullet Comic Books took a look at Spider-Man Red Sony Number 2, which was out last week saying, quote, Spidey makes with the quips, Sonya focuses on her true enemy, and she even gets in a couple of unwitting wisecracks at Spidey's expense. I was also pleased that Sonia treated Venom like the loser that he is, and Goth killing all the redheads is a nice little glimpse at his hatred and fear of Red Sonia. end quote. The Savage Critic took a look at Jungle Girl Number 1, uh, damning us slightly with faint praise by saying, quote, Jungle Girl Number 1, amazingly, possibly more gratuitous inside with Adriana Batista's art than the Frank Cho, Cho covers would suggest, end quote. They go on to give it a favorable review, though, uh, which is, again, high praise indeed from a brutal, 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 but honest site like the Savage Critic. Uh, another site that has not always been in line with what we do here at Dynamite, Comic Pants uh, took a look at Jungle Girl number one, saying, quote, there is something about Jungle Girl that sets it apart from the rest, which would be the setting. I'm sure you're scratching your heads with that one, but really, the Skull Island-like vibe that you get is something that has been always cool, and Batista's art chops, at least with the numerous creatures and dinosaurs, is hitting the notes that you'd want it to hit." An oldie but a goodie, uh, the back issue bin, appropriately enough, took a look at the Monster War trade, saying, "...this is a pretty good horror story overall, one that works well, especially if you're a fan of the top Cow characters. The classic monsters are fun to read about in their own right. I can't imagine Dynamite would have worked on this crossover if there wasn't an intention of using the monsters elsewhere, but to the best of my knowledge, that hasn't been done yet. It wouldn't be a bad idea to set them up in some new horror tales, though, if a proper hero could be found to stand against their evil." End quote. Of course, we have used the Top Cow uh, first appearance of the classic monsters in the Top Cow crossover. They have faced Ash, and of course, from that, uh, we have Ava, who uh, starred in her own one-shot, which was out uh, just a few weeks ago, and of course, Ava is next, coming up back full circle to Top Cow as she meets the darkness in a crossover for early next year. The comics waiting room took a look at a couple of titles, uh, both penned by Brandon Jerwa. First up, the aforementioned Ava, Daughter of the Dragon, saying, quote, You have to be sure if it works as a comic, and it does, without a problem. Jerwa obviously has a bit of fun with the whole idea, and even though Ava is a very serious and groomed character, there's still a subtly dark sense of humor running through the whole proceedings. It also looks nice. Salazar delivers some solid art that's strong on detail and it's colored directly from his pencils. And finally, Battlestar Galactica season 0, number 1, also from the comics waiting room, saying, Once things get going, it's pretty decent. The real test will be issue 2, as the preliminaries will have been taken care of and we'll see if the writer has built a solid enough dramatic structure to keep the reader interested. Of course, being biased, we think that writer Brandon Gerwa has, but we'll find out what Mark thinks in issue number two. Now before we go uh, Dynamite Tease of the Week, I'm going to talk about Zorro a little bit because we're finalizing it for an early 08 release. Uh, Matt, writer Matt Wagners, uh, and cover artist and art director. Uh, His eight issue overview is in, as is his first cover colored by Dave Stewart, and his layouts for the next several covers are also in. Uh, We've zeroed in, or zeroed in, uh, on an artist who will be doing his best to visualize the pure pulp of Matt's script and I mean that with the highest praise because Matt has really uh, loved Zorro uh, and is kind of doing a best of from the elements introduced in the uh, the most recent Allende novel uh, to the first film appearance of Zorro uh, to of course the original pulp material and uh, everything in between uh, we, so we do have an artist that we're zeroing in on and we have two alternate cover artists for issue number one One who's going to continue to provide alternates for the series, and that is Mike Mayhew. And one big name, who I'm not going to mention right now, who's only able to join us for issue number one. So you can start guessing. He does have a dynamite connection, and no, it's not Alex Ross. So it's another big name that's not Alex Ross doing an alternate cover on issue number one. So put those thinking caps on. That'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com and I can be reached at submissions at or letters at To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.